Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Father, I say thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, once again, Lord, I am able to come into the presence of my King, of my Lord. Today, I bless the covenant-keeping God because He is faithful. His mercies endures forever. Today, Lord, I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you all adoration because you are kind and you are good. Father, I worship you this morning. I enter your gates, Lord, this morning with thanksgiving. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you, Lord, because you laid me to sleep, Lord, and you have woken me up this morning. Lord, I say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the breath in my nostrils. Thank you, Lord, that my hands move this morning. My eyes can see, my ears can hear. Lord, little things, but Lord, I come with thanksgiving this morning. And I say thank you. Thank you for every single blessing. Every single, Lord, blessing in my life. For the peace that I enjoy, Lord, I say thank you. For the family you have given me, Lord, I say thank you. We someone go ahead and just say thank you to God this morning. Lord, for the riches, Lord, the provisions, Lord, all around me this morning, I say thank you for every single thing, Lord, you have given me this morning. Uh, I say thank you. But more than ever, for this grace to know you, to love you, Lord, I say thank you. Be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we are once again here in your presence. And we are asking, Lord, this morning that you will speak to us again. We are asking, Lord, this morning, cause us to hear you. We know, Lord, that your voice and your word can cause our lives to change. Lord, can transform us from within. So we ask, Father, speak to us. Lord, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone. Welcome to Devotion. Uh, I am Murphy Eyenike sharing this time with you. We continue our study of the book of Psalms. We've taken up and I'm telling you it has been so interesting. Just the first four book books I have received a lot. Yes, a lot of comments psalms is quite interesting so like i said um you will find the book of psalm quotes from the book of psalms you find them a lot in the new testament so when we get to the new testament we will also be able to look back and remember oh this was when david said this and of course while here we will also be able to pay attention and say oh this was referring to this and that in the book okay in the in the new testament but not just the new testament okay 
obviously some of the things that david is talking about also reference the earlier books okay at the earlier books of the bible david was of course eventually the king but before he became king david wrote a lot of the psalms that we are reading some of them he wrote when he was just a shepherd boy taking care of the sheep you know his father's sheep some of them he wrote when he wanted to go into battle to fight against Goliath. Some of them he wrote when he was running away from Saul. We will see that, you know. And then before he then became king, he wrote a lot of the Psalms. So yes, we talked about okay how to get the intrinsic value in the, in the Psalms. I mentioned yesterday meditate, and I hope that after uh, listening yesterday, you spend extra time, you know, to read the Psalms again and to meditate on them. Okay, very important. Meditate, meditate, meditate on the Psalms. Okay, another way I think you can get something good from the psalm is to realize, like I said yesterday, a lot of the psalms are written, you know, uh, specific things were happening in the life of David. I did say yesterday he wrote more than half of the book books of you know books in the in, in the psalms. Okay, so you have specific psalms addressing specific things. So you might want to take your notebook, okay, and note each psalms okay what the the reference the particular thing that was happening and i'm telling you they can be a good sucker for you when you are going through the same for example in psalm 5 where we will start today you know david was writing about the lies of enemies (laughs) how many of us (laughs) feel we have enemies or we have people that does tell lies ha yes sometimes i'm sure everybody waved their hands Yes, we have people that just tell lies against us. Sometimes uh, some people is simply misunder- a misunderstanding. And so at that time, okay, you don't want to call them an enemy. But we all have one enemy. Yes, it is the devil. And he will continue, you know, to want to see us, you know, come down. But Psalm 5 says that, look, God defends, will defend us from the lies of the enemy. Wow. Is that not a great promise? So you can read that psalm just to encourage you. Maybe you are facing, you know, words being spoken against you. Psalm 6 talks about deliverance from trouble. You know, so maybe you are in trouble. Not that you have committed crime. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. You know, but you feel that, look, you are in trouble and you are just surrounded by it so many things going wrong in your life you know and and it seems that you are just in the midst of so much pain psalm 6 will speak to you i'm telling you the psalms are quite amazing all right get your bibles you know let's read today we will take uh, psalm 5 6 7 8 and 9 if we can we will take psalm psalm 10 it says oh lord hear me as i pray pay attention to my groaning Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to no one but you. Yes, I pray to no one but you, O God. He referenced God as his King. Yes, he says he referenced God as his King. Remember that this, David was, you know, um, was actually, if you read the beginning, he says a psalm of this is for the choir director, a psalm of David to be accompanied by the flute. Okay, so uh, David wrote this psalm when a lot of people were telling lies. 
yes they were telling lies against against him and i'm sure if you look back through david's life there were many times that he had people telling lies against him there was a time you know samuel for example came to anoint him anoint him as king in his father's house and his father his own family forgot him okay they didn't remember until samuel said ah don't you have another son god said that the king is here okay before they said oh he's he's taking care of the sheep i remember when after david took down goliath you know lies were being told against him in fact david told the king that ah, king why are you chasing me who is telling you lies that i want to kill you so today look i almost i saw you i even cut off the hem of your robe i could have killed you but i did i didn't why would i touch the lord's anointed okay so yes so that's um how this psalm would have you know been so important to say to david he says oh lord hear me as i pray pay attention to my groaning listen to my cry my king and my god yes god he was calling god his king not saul he says god you are my king and my god he said for i pray to no one but you listen to my voice in the morning lord each morning i bring my request to you and wait expectantly I'm telling you, if you are able to do something like what we are doing right now, every morning, I can guarantee you, you will build um, a relationship with God. You will build an altar with God. I'm telling you, God will be able to speak to you there. So David was talking about how his own relationship grew with God. He said, each morning, I bring my request to you. Each morning, David will pray to God. And I'm telling you, God would just have been waiting, just like God waits to hear us each morning. He says, some verse 4, it says, verse 4, Oh God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the Lord may not, the, therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence, for you hate all who do evil. Just contrast this with Job. With Job. Job was claiming that Job, God is unfair and that God tolerates the wicked. David said, No way. God does not tolerate the wicked. He says, uh, uh, he says there, that the proud may not stand in your presence. In other words, eventually God will take out. Yes, God will eventually bring justice against those who continue to be wicked. So David knew that all he had to do was just was just wait. He says, for you hate all those who do all who do evil. Six, uh, you will destroy those who tell lies. The laws detest murderers and deceivers. Okay? He says God will destroy them. He says, Because of your unfailing love, I can enter, I can enter your house. Because of your unfailing love, I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Wow. David is saying, Look, the reason why I can enter your house is because of your unfailing love. I don't know whether you realize what David saw there. David understood that it was not his own perfection in the New Test- in the Old Testament where they needed to bring the blood of goats and bulls and everything. No, David said the reason why I can enter your house is because of your unfailing love. 
Yes, for us in the New Testament, the reason why we can come, it has nothing to do with your righteousness. So, so stop allowing the devil to be plaguing your mind with guilt as if you are not perfect. And that's why you can't come into the presence of God. No, it is because of God's unfailing love. Jesus loved you, gave his life. That's why you can enter the presence of God this morning. Hallelujah. He says, I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. It lead me in the right path, O Lord. All my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. He said, Lord, lead me in the right path. Lead me in the right path. Okay, so that I will, I will not miss my way. I think that should be someone's prayer this morning. Lord, lead me in the right path so that I will not miss my way. Lead me in the right path. I think we will make that our prayer this morning as we go. Lead me in the right path, O Lord. All my enemies will conquer me and make your your way plain for me to follow. Nine, my enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. (laughs) Their tongues are filled with flattery. Um, I'm sure you've not seen an open grave before, but naturally, of course, as the body decays, the stench will come from there. David was describing, you know, how the his enemies were were speaking against him. How words were just flying about, talking about how he wanted to kill the king. He says, "Oh God, declare them guilty. Ah, let them be caught in their own trap. Drive them away because of their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you, uh, take re- take refuge in you, rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises." forever spread your protection over them that all who love your name may be filled with joy david was saying ah lord i take refuge in you i don't know about you but i take refuge in the lord and because i am taking refuge in the lord it's like you are inside a particular house of course if you're inside maybe a, a tashed house i remember when we were growing up as children they used to tell us the story of the three little pigs the one who built his house with straw and then one with wood and then and then the one that built his house with with with, with stones and how the the wicked pig came and then blew the house of the first two away because they took refuge in the house that was not you know strong on on a good foundation listen this morning uh, your foundation the house that you are eating in is god there is no wolf yet created divinely or from anywhere from the pit of hell that can take you out of that house you are eating in christ in god that's what the bible says in the new testament your life is eating in christ for anybody to touch you they need to touch jesus first hallelujah ah. so this morning i'm saying to someone don't be afraid don't be afraid of lies. Don't be afraid of, of, of the enemy that wants to take you out. Uh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of those dreams. They are lies of the devil. Hold on to the Lord. And I'm telling you, you will see great deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. He says that all who love your name may be filled with joy. Last verse, verse 12. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with, uh, with your shield of love i am praying for you god will surround you with his shield in the mighty name of jesus you will 
be secure you will be safe uh, in the name of jesus every trouble you feel in your heart every anticipation unusual anticipation i'm declaring peace to this morning in the mighty name of jesus all right let's go on to psalm 6 uh, this one david wrote as he talked you know prayed for deliverance you know from trouble and he said look god is able to rescue and i don't know about you yes god is able to rescue God will rescue you in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. So this is for the choir director. This is a psalm of David to be accompanied by eight string instruments. It says, Oh Lord, of course, the different instrument will talk about the tempo in which they are they they are sung or read out, right? The flute, it will be solemn. Uh, a, an eight string instrument like the harp and the rest of them would likely have been different so take note of that so it goes on oh lord don't rebuke me in your hunger or discipline me discipline me in your rage so he was just pleading to with god don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage just imagine how god felt when david was penning some of these things to him god would just have been laughing ah, ah this boy eh he says, have compassion on me, on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. David said, I am not strong. Hmm. In the eyes of men, they might think I am strong. But Lord, in your own eyes, I choose to be weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I try to look all through, you know, the story of David as we read first samuel second samuel i can't remember any time that david david was was sick or was weak so i'm thinking that this was more david just uh trying to make you know tell god that look you are the one that is strong and now i'm asking you you know to make me strong also heal me lord for my bones are in agony he says i am sick at heart so this was more inside his heart how long oh lord until you restore me Hmm. Verse 4, return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. Save me because of your unfailing love. I pray for you. The Lord will save you. I'm telling you, he is committed to it because of his unfailing love. God will not allow the enemy. I'm telling you, for those who trust in him, more, I am one of those who will put God in trouble. <laughs> yes, because I trust in him. I'm not talking about as stupid and questionable just like when Jesus was being was te- tempted to jump up off the temp the, the temple, you know, uh, or to or jump off a mountain or something, you know. I'm not talking about that kind of test. I'm talking about those who are going to be confident enough to hold on to God, to trust the word that God gave them and that God will never fail his word. Yes, I am one of them. I don't know whether you are one of them. He says, save me because of your unfailing love. Because God's love will never fail. I'm telling you, you can be confident God will save you. He says, for the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? See David, David was telling God that, look, the dead cannot praise you. Eh? I cannot praise you from the grave. So, yeah, Lord, rescue me. Eh? So I can praise you. So I can give you this sweet worship. Hallelujah. Hmm. I'm sure I'm telling you, God would just have been looking at this guy and be smiling that this boy understands me. Verse 6 says, I am worn out from sobbing 
all night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with uh, with my tears. So obviously, people were speaking words against David. They were t- telling lies against David, and he was crying and he was telling God. Lord, don't leave me like this. Seven, he said, my vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. He says, go away, all you would do evil. Verse eight, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my pleas. The Lord will answer my prayers. I'm telling you, God will answer your prayers. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you cry out to God, ah, it will answer your prayer. It, it will not be long. Yes, I'm speaking to someone this morning. That person that says that it's been so long and God has not answered. I'm praying for you this morning. It won't be too long from now. You will get that answer. That answer that will gladden your heart. That will wipe away every tears from your eyes. Our God will send in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, the Lord will answer my prayers. Then, may all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. My pray for you. Yes, so all your enemies will be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm not talking about enemies in the village, okay? They don't they can't do anything to you. Your enemies, okay, are not people. They are the Bible says that they are not flesh and blood, they are spiritual entities, okay, in, in, in the high places. They will be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil will not be able to rejoice over you as you succeed, okay? He will just look on and see that there is nothing that he can he can do. That will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, let's go on to Psalm 7. Uh, David wrote this psalm requesting for, for justice and that he knew that God was a perfect judge. As you read this psalm, I want you to contrast David and, and Job. You know, Job that was accusing God of being unfair. Job that was telling God that, look, I don't understand you. The wicked tends to get away with everything. And those of us who are really righteous, those of us who want to do the right thing, we are the one you tend to punish. Okay? So contrast contrast Job and David as you read this psalm. It says, I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. Okay? You can, I'm sure you can contrast that with Eliphaz, Zophar, you know, what's the name of Bildad? Yes, the last one. You know, who were like <laughs> David's persecutors, you know, were cursing you know, at David and talking hard, uh, sorry, at Job, were talking hard at him, you know, because of what he was going through. David said, save me from my my own persecutors. He says, rescue me. If you don't, they will mourn me like, like a lion, tear me to pieces with no one to rescue me. Oh Lord, my God, if I have done wrong or I am guilty of injustice, Hmm, yes, this is a psalm of David. The Bible. So let me always point this one out. A psalm of David, which is sung to the Lord concerning Cush of the tribe of Benjamin. I'm sure you you remember that uh, the tribe of Benjamin, okay, was for Saul. Okay, Saul himself was from the tribe of Benjamin. So the people of Benjamin oftentimes rallied you know, to, to to Saul's side, and they were the ones who used to feed. Saul with lies about about David. Okay, so when you're reading, they are the one that David is talking about. He says, "If you don't, they will mourn me like a lion." Verse two, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. He says, "Oh Lord, my God, if I have done wrong or I'm guilty of injustice, is if I have betrayed a friend 
or plunder my enemies without cause. You remember his friend, right? Jonathan. Yes. He says, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemy, enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the, into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. David knew that, look, I have not done anything against this guy. This guy called Saul, I have not done anything against him. I've had the opportunity, I could have killed him. I've had the opportunity, you know, his, his son is my friend. I could have found a way of warning myself into, you know, into their house and bringing, and just bring him down. But David said, no. He said, if I have done that, he said, Lord, let my enemy capture me. And so, the, of course, his enemy cannot capture him because he had not done anything wrong. He says, Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring, bring justice. So David was not, was not charging God with injustice. David was just telling God that, Father, ah, you will repay them for what they are doing. Seven, he says, Gather the nations before you. Rule over them uh, from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High. And so as um, different words were flying around about, about David, David said, I am innocent. Yes, all I have to do is innocent in your own eyes. And if I am innocent in the eyes of God, David knew no one can bring any railing accusation against me. He says, end the evil of those who are wicked, verse 9, and defend the righteous. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. Yes, God looks deep. Lord, look inside my heart. You know I have not done anything wrong. 10. He says, God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. Ah! God is my shield. I don't know, but I'm telling you this morning, God is your shield. He is a protection all around you. If you have watched those, those battles, eh, you will know how important the shield is. When arrows are being shot, you know, the soldiers just all need to hide behind their shield. And then the arrows will not touch them. I'm telling you that God is your shield. And no arrow fired against you, no word spoken against you will take effect in the mighty name of Jesus. 11, it says, God is honest. He's an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. Listen to me. If you are a wicked person, the Bible says the Lord is angry with you every day. So you better repent. You better repent from this wickedness that you you continue to do. It says that he is angry with the wicked every day. Because why? He is an honest judge. 12. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapon and shoot his flaming, his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a, they dig a deep pit to trap others and then fall into, into it themselves. Ah, it says the trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. I'm telling you, David knew that God will rescue him from every lie, from every accusation, false accusation, that no, God was going to rescue him. And that is exactly what God had did for him. And I'm praying for you. God will rescue you also in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, let's take Psalm, Psalm 8. Like I said, meditate on this psalm. Recite them all through the day, read them again and again, and then get the value, the value in this psalm. Psalm 8, you know, David was talking about the greatness of God in his creation. And David was saying, look, if God is this great, then we are great. Do you understand that? If God 
made us in his image and in his likeness if we are made in the image or likeness of yahweh so yes you will see that this psalm was referenced again and again in the in, in the new testament especially in the book of hebrews i think that was hebrews chapter 2 verse 6 where he says that what is man that you are mindful of him he says then we see we saw jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for just a while all right let's take verse one says oh lord our lord oh lord our lord your majestic name fills the earth your glory is higher than the heavens you have taught children and infants to tell of your strength silencing your enemies and all who oppose you when i look at the night skies and see the works of your of your fingers the moon and the stars you set in place hmm. i'm telling you all you have to do is look at creation you will see God. Eh? Look at the perfection of creation and see God. Don't allow anybody lie to you. Yes, we will come to a psalm that will tell us that look, the fool says in his heart that there is no God. Don't let anybody lie to you that there is no God. Ah, yes, so God exists. Uh-huh. He says, when I look at the night skies and see the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place. He says, what are mere metals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Just look at the greatness, the greatness of creation. The Bible, you know, we have come to, scientists have made us to understand that, that there, are, there are galaxies upon galaxies, uh, different Milky Ways, that the earth itself is like a tiny speck in the entire universe. So if the earth itself is a tiny speck, imagine how tiny you are you know inside this universe god created it okay so what is man that you are mindful he says what are mere mortals that you should think about them why does god think about us so much the bible says he loved us so much he gave jesus to die for us ha i don't know about you it just makes me feel so loved i'm telling you i feel so loved and so appreciated that's how much God loves uh, you and I. He says, human being, that you should care for them. Yet, you made them only a little lower than God. Yes, that's the correct translation. You made them a little lower than Elohim. There are versions that says you made them a little lower than the angels. No, God made them a little lower, made also a little lower than himself because we are made in his image. He says, and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, are putting all things under their authority, obviously. That is Genesis chapter 1, uh, verse, uh, verse, uh, verse 26. He says, let us make man in our, in our image and likeness and let them have dominion he said you gave them charge of everything you made uh, putting all things under their authority i'm telling you this morning you have great authority you might not be using it or you might not be exercising exercising it but you have great authority exercise the authority god has given you subdue be fruitful Achieve success in, in what you are doing and God will bless you. It says the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims at the ocean currents. Oh Lord our God, your majestic name fills the earth. So the fact that God made us so, okay, because the fact that he is so great, the universe is so great, and there must be something special. There's something special about you. What you know what is special about you is that you are made in the image of God. Hallelujah. Okay, so don't let anybody lie to you. You are not ugly. Mm-hmm. Yes, listen this morning. You are not a non-entity. There's something special about you. 
It is that you are made in the image of God. Believe in yourself and you will achieve great things in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, let's finish this one. Psalm, Psalm 9, we'll run through this one. David wrote this one. He was praying that, Lord, do not ignore my cry. Lord, hear me as I pray to you. And like I prayed for someone earlier, God will hear your cries in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, let's go. He says, I will sing, I will, I will praise you, Lord, with all all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name. Almost I, my enemies retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. <laughs> That's how I'm telling you. That is my own understanding. That when God appears, who is an enemy? Ah, the Bible says that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So, you know, this is how you get God to appear. Praise him. When God appears, David said that my they stagger and died when you appeared. When God appears, the enemy has no choice than to give way. When light comes, darkness has no no way to to struggle against light. It has to give way. So someone is listening this morning. Ah, that is how you overcome that ancestral curse that they have said you have. Let God come in. The enemy has no choice. It will retreat. Is this for you have judged in my favor from uh, your throne? You have judged with fairness. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have erased their names forever. The enemy is finished in endless ruins. The city you uprooted are now forgotten. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Listen, God is a shelter. The Bible says that his name, okay, is so great. Those who run into it are safe. I'm praying for you this morning. Run into the name of God. Be confident that God will defend you. He says the Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your, your name, trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the word about his unforgettable, unforgettable deeds. For he who avenges mother cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Lord, have mercy on me. See how my enemies torment me, snatch me back from the jaws of death. Save me so I can praise you publicly at Jerusalem's gate, so I can rejoice that you have rescued me. The nations have fallen into the pits they dug for others. Their own feet have been caught in the trap uh, they set. The Lord is known for his justice. The wicked are trapped by their own deeds. The wicked will go down to the grave. This is the fate of all the nations who ignore God. But the needy will not be ignored forever. The hopes of the poor will not always be crushed. Arise, O Lord. Do not let mere mortals defy you. Judge the nations. Make them tremble in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know they are merely humans. Wow. Alright, so that concludes Psalm 9. I don't know about you, but I have enjoyed myself here in these Psalms today. Okay, so this is my prayer for you. I want you to ask God, Lord, lead me. Yes, lead me into what I should do. Lord, I don't want to miss my way. Make that your prayer this morning. As David prayed, Lord, lead me. I don't want to make mistakes. Lead me, Lord. I would. I don't want to do evil things. Lord, lead me into what I should do. Lift up your voice to God this morning. Ah, Father, we say thank you. 
Lord, lead us in the way that we should go. Lord, we know that you are a refuge. We know that you are a shelter. We know that you are a guide. So, Father, I am praying for everyone this morning. Lord, guide them in the right path. In the name of Jesus, I am praying for that person, oh God, going through a time of storm. I declare that you are their refuge. I declare, Lord, this morning that you will keep them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you. You will succeed. Ah, I declare in the name of Jesus, you will succeed in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.